faisait tourner le nez dans leur tambour, comme le en ce bouclier. And then next thing, it's a phone call. Mm-hmm. Snapped radius, clean through. Oh, yeah, your missus broke her arm. Yeah, yeah, mm. so that's been a fun week. Of, that's why we've been absent. Yeah, we, we haven't done anything. We missed last week because I was up at um, St. Andrew's Hospital. and Left or right hand? I was a right. Oh, you wiping a bum? <laughs> She's got a left. She's got a left. Sorry. Um, yeah. Nurse. Um, no, so yeah, so, so that's basically what happened last week. We didn't get an episode out because mm. I spent most of my week up there, but she's now yeah. home recovering. Nice. Um, netball, of course. Mm-hmm. Netball injury. Yep. Too old for netball. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, just before we start, we've got a very special guest joining us today in the shed, which is great to have people here in person. Um, but I just had a look around before we started just to make sure that Mark Winter wasn't lurking around anywhere, right? Because he's always the one to grab a photo opportunity. It's my men tomorrow, mate. Oh, it's getting there. But um, joining us in the shed is um, Sharice Mullen, who is the state member for Jordan. Welcome. Hello. Wow. How Hello. exciting to be in the Ted shed, finally. Yeah. It is. It's great. It Thanks is for popping in. We yeah. normally don't get politicians in. They normally tell us to go away, don't they, Jess? No, no, no. They're very diplomatic. They're just, our schedule doesn't allow at the moment. Just joking, sure. But we'll be, we'll be gentle. No, we'll be gentle. I'm oh, looking no, forward no. to it. No, I've been looking forward to it all week. It's great. Excellent. It's good. It, so is, actually, only, it is only Tuesday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Hasn't mm. that changed from, from the old, you know, days gone by? I never remember Halloween as a kid. You know, it was always no. this American thing you saw on TV and movies and... Mm. Now, and you, you're out and about all the time, so yeah. you would see the activation. See and everywhere, have yeah. I did an event in Flagstone on Saturday night and I think uh, it was a really lovely one. It was, it was more uh, like markets and then we did trick-or-treat doors and there was 500 kids who went wow. through that I had wow. to give 500 lollies out. It's expense, that. That's right. I think That's it's just the influence from YouTube. Like even my kids are, I've got kids 12 to 6 and they don't say rubbish anymore they say trash mm. they say soda i oh. want a soda yeah. and you're like what yeah sidewalk yeah like, yeah what the hell man yeah, there's, there's a lot of that i know but look i've always i've used the term quite a while it's mm. the united states of australia because we are you know um i guess a lot of our television and influence and even now like the, mm-hmm. the politics we get on our daily news is about trump and america and you know they have you know, someone like their speaker gets you know ejected from the seat and mm-hmm. Absolutely, or very little impact on Australia whatsoever, but it just it floods our social media and our yeah. news, right? I guess because it's um, it's a little bit contro- it's a bit controversial, it's a bit thrilling, yeah. uh, you know, it's a bit fun. Uh, to well, look you're in politics in Queensland. Trump's is, a bit of a sideshow, is like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I don't want right. to. I don't want to hang shit on him, but he's sorry. Don't yeah, yeah, on him, but he's a bit yeah. different, right? So yeah. everyone loves that. Sorry, I've got to watch my words. There's you a, don't have to watch your words. It's all right. <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> so you're not in Parliament now, <laughs> Mr. Speaker. Nelson yeah. <laughs> will be in here in a minute. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, that's good. So look, let's start with with Jordan, right? So what does the electorate of Jordan encompass, right? I mean, we're obviously here in Springfield, and um, we see you out a lot. I think yeah, you you're probably the hardest working politician I've ever seen. By the way, oh, thank yeah. you. You well, are that's seriously. Very- very yeah. kind. Yeah. Um, so it was a brand new seat, actually, uh, that was created back in 2017. It came out of growth, as you can imagine, you yeah. know, uh, obviously, Greater Springfield. Um, we've got a lot of people who live here. But the seat actually starts up in Gales, the old traditional suburb of Gales, mm-hmm. into, through Camira, all of Greater Springfield suburbs. So, you know, Springfield Lakes, Springfield Central, Spring Mountain, you know, Springfield, which is where I live. Um, and then through Augustine Heights, Brookwater. But then I go down into Greenbank as oh, wow. well. So I've got um, west of the railway line is all mine. Um, and then right down to Flagstone. So I actually wow. represent that 
community as well. So it's a really big electorate. It's a growing electorate. In fact, um, we have a, like a, a quota of how many voters you're supposed to have in your electorate. So normally it sits around 36,000. Every seat should have around that 36,000. Um, I just did a, a check. I'm at 44,000 wow. now. So There's a spot for way, you, Jace. We're way over. <laughs> way over yeah. Well, way over. let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so, but, and, and so that's a, a large area, and you. Mm, so you're in your, your second term now. That's right. Yeah. yeah so right. I got elected in 2017, and then nice. re-elected in 2020. Today, actually, right. yeah. Well, I was going to say we're almost. Well, we're just under a year out from the next election yeah. now, right? So because Joanne Miller used to be our member. Oh here, yeah, right? Bundaba was our elected. She was a Goodna. Yeah, I grew yeah. up in Goodna. That's yeah. right. Joanne Miller. Yeah. 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 It's, it's changed and, and grown. Mm. And it's def- you've seen a bit of growth in your time. Yeah, like I really have. And you know, the best way of seeing it is um, today we opened a brand new school at Augustine Heights, uh, Woogaroo Creek State School, oh, which wow. is a uh, you know, lovely school. Um, but in 2019, we opened Spring Mountain State School. And yep. what I found really interesting is we opened that school, and I remember it was the only school opening that year. And so the Premier came out and the Education mm-hmm. Minister, and I rang them and I said, oh, I just want to let you know, it's a $40 million school. $40 million that we yep. spent on this school, and mm-hmm. there are 40 children oh. <laughs> attending, right? Awesome. So you know what the headline was going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, bad. <laughs> $40 million, 40 kids. Anyway. Um, oh, I was thinking along the line of you know, Queensland education excellence, you know. Well, <laughs> and and I a million dollars like, per child. You know, the media, they were like trying to do a little bit of a beat up. But I said to them, you know, you kind of complain when we don't plan ahead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are trying to plan ahead because we – we recognise this suburb of Spring Mountain is going to grow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the latest figures, three years on in Spring Mountain State School, is over 550 oh, kids. Oh, wow. So that's how you can kind of see how growth happens yeah, uh, when you look at some of the, the student numbers in mm. your schools. That's it is amazing. amazing to see the growth. I mean, I built here in 99, so and in my area, Woodcrest was the school yeah. of choice, right? Mm. And then there's the school over here by the lake, and then we've obviously got Central, and then all the other private schools, and then yeah, and your social media, like your social media game is fantastic. So oh, thank you. 10 out of 10 for that. <laughs> she takes yeah. a bit from my Rami, team of one. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you and Rami on the same social media yeah. network? <laughs> He's all over it, old Rami. That's isn't right. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There is a collective of of Instagram you know, selfies, isn't it? And they're all. Syndicated, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, and look, so the growth in in that area, we've seen it. I mean, like they're not only the housing, but you know, like I said when I built here, Springfield didn't really come past the coals. You know, mm. there was no right. well, the Himba Yumba, there was no road down past there. The, you actually have the track, and I don't know if people remember this, but um, uh, is it um, Nev Smith Drive? which is where past mm. the TAFE is, mm. used to go straight ahead, right, yeah. and then in through the back of Green Bank mm. that way. It, did. it was mm. a dirt and road. I used yeah. to have some fun on there as a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that a lot. So yeah. It was, a yeah, bank, it was yeah. like, and then just to see where we've come, and I said even since the time you, you're in your second mm. term. So you're in four-year terms now, right? So Yeah, so I did a three-year term first and now a four-year four. term. Yeah. So near, near eight years would have yeah, been yeah. massive change. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it is just, incredible to see. Just on that, had you thought about politics before that? Um, so I worked in politics okay. uh, for quite a because I don't really know long, your backstory. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'd worked in politics for mm-hmm. a long time, but I think with that, it means sometimes I always say to people, "I knew how the sausage was made," <laughs> and so I wasn't sure I really wanted to, <laughs> yeah. to eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so because I'd worked for politicians, and so I'd seen that the life isn't 
easy. Mm-hmm. Like you do spend a lot of time away from your family. You know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of criticisms. And Correct. when I did work for politicians, it was also pre-social media. So it was like there's that extra element that comes with it. Um, yep. So I didn't really think I was going to do it. Um, and then there was a couple of things that happened uh there was I was working at the time for a union. I was working for the Australian Workers' Union. And the Palaszczuk government actually decided uh, they were going to um, stop sand mining on mm-hmm. North Stradbroke oh, Island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my union represented a whole heap of miners, miners. And we really fought hard, not necessarily to stop sand mining, because we knew inevitably it would have to end. But we, we said, can we have a bit more time? Because mm-hmm. these these blokes mainly need transition they you know this is all they've done all their lives and they just need more time Mm -hmm. um to to do uh to to work out what they're going to do and especially if you're a a man in your 50s like what do you do like (laughs) and so and and the government decided that no um they weren't going to do it they were going to go on the original date oh wow and that was um so for me it was a little bit like a moment where i thought well i could continue to fight on this stuff from the outside looking in or I could just try and get in there and try to have some influence. So that was a pretty – that was one kind of time when I thought, okay, maybe I need to think about what I do. Mm -hmm. And then the other one for me was the election of Donald Trump. It was a little bit of a kind of moment to go, wow, like – is well, this any, where anyone we're can at? get into politics? In the state of politics. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, a real hero. I really <laughs> thought I would know. No, no, I, I meant that there's an opportunity. There. Like, and we've seen, I mean, we talked about the US before, like you've yeah. had actors and everything else. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you come from. Yeah. You know, Glenn and I talk about this a lot, yep. you know, um, politics and stuff. And I say to mm. Glenn, I said, look, you can you can get into politics. I mean, I know the way that party politics works and there's a road and, you know, yeah. et cetera, but... You know, you've just seen an opportunity to go, you know, you could have said, I'm not yeah. politician material, but you saw there's an opportunity that yeah. anyone can have a crack and yeah, you've done it and here you are. Yeah, mm. definitely. And I do think, like, there's this whole kind of perception that we're not normal people and we really, yeah. we really are. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I've got, you know, uh, you know, a husband and two kids and, you know, we we, you know, have, have a, a real life. Um, I do my grocery shopping every, you know, every, every Sunday. Um, and you know, the best part about that is so people will sometimes stop me and wanting yeah. to have a chat, which I always love. Like I don't mind, but then they'll always kind of take a quick look into my basket to see what, <laughs> I, what, what I've bought. So I'm always really like put all the fruit and veg on the top and put all the crap underneath. So no one thinks you start, at the, you start at the ice cream end and work for the veggies. That's right. Just put all the, oh no, no, I'm like, yeah, but I just see them and they're talking to me and I just see their eyes just dropping That's down funny, to, my, to my grocery basket. People are it's funny, really aren't they? Funny. Eyes up here, eyes up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop looking at my veggies. I know, <laughs> I know. But do you, do you think crazy. people, you know, you look at a politician differently, I guess, and just go, oh, you know, because like, I guess I've always thought politicians need to represent the people yeah. in their community, right? So I have some real issues um, and we see it all the time. And if somebody does something or you know, something in their past was maybe not appropriate mm. or whatever, that's you know, dug up almost as a, a political tool to try and get that person out of office, right? Yeah. But I think that's, it just shows that, the, you know, one, people make mistakes and they can redeem themselves. But mm. people in our community aren't perfect. So to have, have politicians up on this pedestal, like for example, yeah. you know, your groceries are impeccable and, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, no, politicians should be real people, right, yeah. who represent and come from... Yeah. The electorates, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's obviously and some who aren't, but yeah. they're in it for, you know, like they've either studied that and, you know, they get parachuted into other seats and, and things like that. But, you know, yeah. you, you're from this community and you've, you know, grown up here and you're now yeah. representing the people and you shop like the rest of us. Yeah, that's right. And, and, um, and I think 
you have to have that sense of reality as well because you can live a life that's you know that it can be a bit sheltered if you're not careful right mm-hmm. and I'm really mindful of that I'm always so careful around that so yeah I still do my own grocery shopping yep. I want to know how much milk costs I want to know yes. how much bread costs Absolutely. I know that cost of living is really impacting people at the moment in Absolutely. this community um, and I want to I want to understand that um, and, and and then I get sometimes oh, my favorite's always um oh, this politician, like, she never drives these roads that we drive. And I was like, <laughs> how do you think I get around? Was, it, was like, that in Jason a hover- calling like- in? Was that Jason <laughs> yeah, calling was, in? Oh, yeah, it might have been Jason, actually. No. <laughs> I offer solutions, do I not? You do, you I, do. Uh, but, yeah, like, so they, yeah, I kind of yeah. go, well, of course I drive around the electorate. And yeah. not only do I do that, I probably drive more than anyone around mm. the electorate because yeah. I'm always out and about. Uh, so I know the hot spots in our electorate. I know, you know, the frustrations and the congestion um, yeah. in our community. But this idea that I don't drive around, like, yeah. I don't know how I'm getting around. You take a helicopter, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I was wondering what, yeah, what was going on when the limo rocked up before yeah. this. Oh, yeah, that's right. The pink Hummer. The, the pink Hummer. The Hummer. The Hummer. Feels cheap. Oh, it is. It's funny. Like, it's look, there's, there's been things. So like, you mm. talk, we'll just get back into this growth in that for a moment. So mm. like Springfield is bounding at the moment. And is one of the challenges you have as a politician, I mean, well, let's talk about the highway, right? Mm. Eight years ago, I put forward a proposal, <laughs> wrote, wrote to people. <laughs> I'll right? just hop out of the... No, no, well, no. Hold on, this and, is a Crouchway. Hold no, on. No, no, Crouchway. Crouchway, yeah. <laughs> um, I named it. You know that. Have you? Yeah, yeah I, I told you that. I told Glenn. I, That's I, what I, I named I, it. I, I want to see like yeah. you know, Kasali Bridge or something down. You know the Horton Highway? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Crouch's way. I wanted to be the shortest way. Right. In, yeah, right. Glenn, Glenn's looking at me as if you go, "What?" Oh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I do. anyway. Um, so look, anyway, so look, that was eight years ago. Yes, that's right. You came to my campaign office eight years ago, and that. we talked about that as an interim solution, right? And the pushback from the government at the time was, "No, the bridge can't do this. You can't do that." And you know, typically, and look, I expected that response. This is a you didn't know we didn't think of it go away type thing, right? Now, almost <laughs> since that time, every day, and I, you, you're probably cognizant of it, like. Every traffic report, ABC, that yeah. road got mentioned, right? Yep, yep. Now that work's Centenary, done. Centenary Motorway at Carroll Park. Correct, yeah, right? That was already just built in. It was a pre-record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, every every day. They, they, they didn't even send the chopper up anymore. They just went, oh, yeah, well, three months of constant, right? Yeah. That's done. Zero traffic. I know. Right? Amazing, But right? it took, you talk about growth, it took eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're in a situation where Springfield's obviously growing, but down the road, Ripley and the mm. numbers, right? mm. and I hear the numbers mm. that are coming out of these places. You know, it must be frightening for a government to yeah. go, how yeah. do we manage no. that? But so, like, where is the government at now with things like the Centenary Highway obviously ends at the, the lake exit mm. and then goes single lane, mm-hmm. right? So already we know that that's a pain point. Yep. So where does the government go from a planning perspective, yep. knowing that this is coming? Like, are people already doing... You know, I guess preliminary work on the duplication of the bridge and, and putting that in place now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm assuming that even if they do that, it's probably two to three, four years, five years. Eight years. Eight years. I wasn't <laughs> going to go that far. Uh, right, I'm you know, just joking, before, before, She's got to throw Before the me. budget's allocated and that <laughs> yeah. work starts, yeah. right? So, like, are you already planning that yeah. growth corridor? So, it's one of my, yeah, so it's one of the most frustrating things is dealing with the Department of Transport and Main Roads because their processes are so long and, and convoluted. But um, so currently there's a, a study, and I'm actually about to get a briefing on an update on it. There is actually a planning study underway from Darity Yamanto, 
that oh. they're looking at, right? So Darity Yamanto, so that's effectively dealing with Springfield and Ripley and through mm-hmm. to, you know, Deeping yeah. Heights, Yamanto, yep. the future of the centenary. So they're doing some, some work. It's a million dollars that they're spending on this study. Right. And what that will then identify is all effectively the projects. So they then break it, break it down into this project, this project, you know, where are the new interchanges going to be? Because, you know, there's still roundabouts further down yeah. in some of those areas. So yep. they're going to break it down into projects. Um, they have... They ha- they do understand because I have raised it multiple times that mm-hmm. between exit thirty one and exit thirty three, yep. um, we really need to look at what's going on there. That is a major. And to be honest, once you get past thirty three, it does. Based on traffic yeah. volumes, you know Agreed. that people are the. Yeah. Either head up a little bit further and then exit at that's Orion, right. which is now closed for six months. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That exit's closed. Have you it's actually getting that the feedback? Up, mate. It, I have given. Well, and look, yeah. the, the easy reason for that, right? And it's the same thing we talk about: the right turn lane that goes up to Eden Station Drive, which is council. That's yeah. trauma for Jace. And it, look, about that. Well, they've duplicated it and it still backs up. <laughs> Jace, we're talking about the highway. Oh, Get off okay, that road. Right. Um, no, but the problem there, and like it's yeah. quite simple, is the cars move along, but they all come to a stop. Right? Yeah. Whether they come yeah. off at exit thirty-one, yeah. they go to a stop, and the holding. Of that lane is short. Mm. The Orion exits the same. You come down, mm. and it only mm. takes yeah. a few cars, and then you're backed up on the highway, which stops people going oh. forward. Right? Yeah. What we've done now by closing, what you've done now by closing um, 32 is 33 has a far larger lane around to the lights. There is a left turn without. There's more waiting on there too. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot more for that catchment of cars, which allows the traffic to flow down, move on. Right, where keep, we don't have that on the other exits, no. right? Just keep so 32 we, shut. Well, so when we looked at 32, I've got to tell you, like I had, I think, four meetings with TMR on it. I yep. asked them to look at every option to not close it. Um, but then we did. And one of the interesting things they told me is exit 32 was never on the plans. There was mm. never meant to be an exit 32. Right. It's very unusual to have um, off-ramps a kilometre apart. Yep. That's usually not what happens. There's usually, you know, you know, yep. if you miss an if you miss a, you know, an off yeah. ramp, you yeah. then yeah. have to keep driving for yeah. a fair bit of time. So 32 was never meant to happen. Wow. It was before my time, so yeah. I can only assume. But they say the same for on ramps, right? So yeah. there's an interesting yeah. story there because um, uh, a previous um, council member, uh, Dave Morrison, wanted and he championed for quite a long time to have Old Logan Road continue. And then turn left, mm. which would stop all the people coming from that way, having to come through Springfield all the way around to mm. the exit. And the response from TMR was, you can't have it there because the other entry is Too just, close. just mm. up the road. Mm. Mm. But then the irony to that, and this is what I always find contradictory, and sometimes you go, yeah, look, that might be you know, your design principle, but you don't always mm. follow it. Because you just go down a little bit further to where that exit 33 is. You do have the road coming in from Brookwater. Mm-hmm. And then if you've come over from like where the, the um, Bunnings is, you then loop around. So you've actually got two within yeah, the space of like 200 metres. Yeah. You've got the same yeah, down on the Logan that's, Motorway. That's fun actually some days. Yeah, right? Oh. Yeah. So in, in certain scenarios, they don't follow those mm-hmm. sorts of things. But, yeah, yeah, I take your point that yeah, you know so that was never supposed to be no, there. No, and ironically, closing it. Yeah, has, has led to a pretty good outcome. Yeah, right. Mm. So, um, and look, when we reopen it, it'll obviously go from two lanes to four. So yep. that yep. will that will improve, and it'll be good for people who live in Greenbank actually, because yep. a totally. lot of those people are the ones who actually because they need to turn left. So there'll be two left turns that'll yep. take yep. you up. Will um, be going to a there? Set of lights, be lights? Yeah. There'll be lights. lights. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's okay. part of the reason why we've been able to do that exit thirty two upgrade is because it's all good and well for us to try and do something on the off ramp, but you're still going to get to the bottom and then something yep. else, and that's like Local road. So we've been working right. with council on how we make that all happen. So yep. it's kind of, I think, yeah, serendipitous that we've been able to sort of do that. But 
But I agree with you. And so one of the challenges for me with TMR is there is a long process. So, you know, Logan Motorway Centenary Interchange is a classic example where Mm -hmm. there was some planning done, then there was a detail plan done, then there was a business case done, (laughs) then there was construction right right? so that's the process and you just and then i go hang on we announced the money (laughs) so why do we have to do a business case yeah (laughs) like so i constantly question don't you normally do the business case to understand the costings to get the money right Right. so anyway so it's all sometimes a bit convoluted so they Mm. love me at tim (laughs) that's good that's but i'm constantly i'm constantly challenging and questioning it and i get it there's only so much money in the bucket right and we are one of 93 seats that is vying for money yeah um but i do think that uh, the centenary now, there is a much bigger focus on it than there mm. has ever been. And you know, now Jindalee Bridge is being done um, yes. further down. Sumner got done. And Jindalee Bridge is a state project? Yeah, yeah. And, state and with Commonwealth funding yeah, as well. Yeah. So state, yeah. federal. Can, can, I, don't can think I ask that's one question on that? We yeah. Can, yeah. Can I ask one question? Because yeah. I travel on that road a bit. Yeah. Yeah. When we go across that new bridge, can we get left off there up to Kenmore Road or that top road? Yeah. Yeah. No, is the Not answer. Sure. I'm not sure yeah. we can do that. Because that would be yet. really good because that would save me going all the way oh, around yeah. that corner, back yeah, through yeah. Kenmore yeah. to go out to Moggle. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. It does. So and I, I, think, and I see they've cleared all the trees and I'm like, oh, no, it's just the merge. The road there. And, you know, the, yeah. and that's the other thing I say to, say to TMR. Like, it's all great to be a traffic engineer and to look yeah. at lines on a, on a road. Yeah. But we know how we travel, right, right, in our communities. We know how we travel. We know what works, what doesn't work. And mm-hmm. I did say to them, when Exit 32 closes... People will lose their minds, and they'll lose their minds at me, (laughs) which they did. And And, I think Nicole Johnny copped a bit too. Yeah, like you know, so you cop it. um, um, But I said to them, they won't be, they won't be losing, you know, their shit at you know TMR (laughs) traffic engineers. Can you give us their email? It'll be, it'll be us. (laughs) And so (laughs) you need to give me as much as info as you can as to why I need to, why we are doing this, and why we need to do this. Look, six months shocked me. I'm going because the cliffs cut out. A lot of the work's already done. I'm going six months to There's do There's a lot two, of drainage work. 250 metres. Like, that's what wasn't explained to me. I'm yeah. just sitting there going, yeah. half a year. You're talking I'd, about half a year to do 250 metres of yeah. bitumen, guys. Come on. I drove past there the other day, Jason, looked in the hole, right. and there was a lot of pipe work, man. I was right. like, wow. Even my kids went, holy crap, is that under the road? And I went, yeah, yeah wow, that's a lot of work yeah. going on there. And look, I'm not a traffic engineer. And no. to be fair to them, no, no. they are trained. Like they, And that, they did say to me when Exit yeah. 32, they were... They felt that exit thirty two closing it would work. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't convinced, but they they you know ultimately convinced me that that was the best option, and yeah. Um, yeah. and that's where we landed. But don't I, I, you know if people don't believe that, I don't ask every single question and yeah, 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 and go. I right. drive this way, and and what if I drive that way? And then <laughs> <Yeah>. also, <laughs> what's the impact in lights yeah. further up? Because mm-hmm. are you going to adjust the lights because you're going to have more people coming? Bio exit 33 now. So that intersection, right. what does that look like? But that's you what know? we see is that as locals, state I guess. Or is that a, is that so that's council, yeah. That's council so again, you have to work. Oh, we have to work yeah, with man. them to make sure those lights then, because if you've got more people coming off 33, that's which right. we now have because they're all, you mm. know, bypassing 32, yeah. well, we need to give them time to then get through. That's right. And so right there's right flow, all those flow on effects. That's there right. Is. I mean, as Absolutely. a local, I can tell you, I mean, because a lot of the time, look, a lot of us, you know, I'm fortunate enough to work from home or at the airport. And I always just, when I travel, I know the times to avoid. But the highway's much better now, right? So that sort of takes a lot of that anxiety away. But coming home, mm. no. Mm. Um, the problem is, though, because when the Centenary Highway, I mean, that's, that's been outbound now for a couple of years has been a problem, mm. is that we see as locals, I'm over um, 
near Woodcrest, mm-hmm. right, over that side. So our local streets through Kamira, through Springfield Parkway, all the way down to Himbiyumba, like that is a nightmare of an afternoon because mm-hmm. everyone's now going, I'm going to avoid the highway. Mm-hmm. I'll stay on. I'll come in mm-hmm. through Gales, which puts a lot more local pressure on. And mm-hmm. I get to the point where because I'm down in, in the bottom, as I drive up the hill to mm-hmm. the roundabout near where the TSAC yep. junior campus is, you can't even turn left, mm-hmm. right, because there's 12 cars sitting at the top trying to get in because everybody, you know, yeah. is a stationary trying to get down to the road. and So you can just see how one thing, such as congestion on a highway, Starts to then build up on the local impacts road. all the yeah, locals. Yeah. There's something that should take you – like I could do my house to TSAC Senior Campus, normally about three to four minutes, mm. 35 to 40 minutes mm. of an afternoon when that mm. highway's choked because mm. – that, and that's people. the impact, yeah, because right? they're sort of rat running in a sense. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I think, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And, I know, and it's tough too because, especially when I guess you know governments face these challenges that you know Springfield, for example, has, has grown at such a rate. You've got to take the hit sometime to fix the infrastructure, right? And we've really yeah. got it at the moment because we've got a highway, we've got all the local roads. Yeah. Now the car park went in and put another set of lights in, which has yeah. another impact. Yeah. Um, so I guess there's no soft way to fix a problem, though. No, That's the hard thing, no. right? And then when – and, we, you know, I know how frustrating it was for people with Stage 1 of Springfield Parkway. Yeah. Like, it did take a long time. It felt like it took a long time. Um, and then it just opens, right? Yeah. And yeah. then people start they, driving it. But and they then they it's like, do you know what? Do you ever think everyone's institutionalised? Because yeah. dri- everyone drives through there at 50. Nobody yes. ever slowed yeah. down to 40, mind you, right? You've yeah. probably observed that. But now that it's opened at 70, you turn, you go past the 70 sign – Everyone is and still just yeah, doing 50. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it takes a while, I guess, yeah. for that psyche. Everyone's just so used to going through there at a particular pace. Now yeah. that it's open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might, it won't crawl. last. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. So, one so, thing, one, sorry. Okay, one thing I think is a great thing you guys have done for the community, Brighton Homes Arena. Oh. Wow. Yeah. How good yeah. is that? Did you have much of a yeah, hand in that? I did. Um, so I actually met with the, the Lions when I was still a candidate, actually. Right. They, yeah, they asked to meet with me. Um, so, and I was really supportive. I, I love the idea also that women get their own stadium. Like, yeah. I think that is pretty cool and that there's that sort of equal equality in terms of their, you know, their change rooms are exactly the same as the blokes change room. So yeah. I think that's really good. I think the issue for me, um, at the time was sort of saying to our government, originally it was $15 million that we were giving and then it mm-hmm. went up to 18 post COVID cause yeah, yeah, the lines had a bit things. of trouble trouble raising some funds for you know understandably um so it was 18 million dollars and i said well 18 million dollars is a lot of money that we're committing to it i want to be sure that it's not just for elite athletes right Mm -hmm. like that's a lot of money to put into a facility i want to make sure the community actually gets some something out of this so whether that's you know um the kids get to play on there, you know, mm-hmm. through the schools, whether, you know, through Auskick or, um, you know, they, they have got Multicultural Australia there. Now they've got a hub there now. So they, they're doing more work around um, refugee resettlement from Brighton Homes Arena, would you believe? So, yeah. so for me, it was equally important that it wasn't just set up for the elites, that mm-hmm. there was this opportunity that our community can have access to this thing. And which is why it's nice that it's quite open and people yep. can can access it. Um, so I think that was that was a key element. And to be fair to the Brisbane Lions, they've been excellent to oh, deal with. I think um, it's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah, they like, have worked with us in terms of the community well, engagement. They had us yeah. there, right? They've, they've, they've yeah. women, before the Women's Grand Final, we got an yeah. invite. We came down and did an outside yeah. broadcast yeah. Yeah, watching the girls awesome. in the last training yeah. session. Yeah, and and we said good. before the stadium opened, Glenn and I both made the remark Look, if, if they're going to come out here and, and do this, they've got to engage the community. It's got to be um, 
you know, like affordable for families to yeah. go along. Not like going mm. to the Gabba where, you know, you want I to go buy some food. I can't afford to go to the Gabba with my kids if oh. I take them all. I just no, can't. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Brighton Homes, you go, we, you know, we go watch the, the women yeah. play there. And Absolutely. you just go, like, kids are free, $10 um, an adult. adult. The irony is it's six bucks a ticket purchase because ticket tech. Mm. They almost take more than the ticket price. But then they've got that um, community canteen yeah. there, which I is a bit like that. a bunny. Yeah. Which is great. Exactly. A couple yeah, of dollars for a really, can. Yeah, yeah. That makes it an affordable it day back out, right? to local sporting yeah. clubs. The yeah. Ipswich Eagles have done it. That's right. Excuse me. Park Ridge Pirates have done it. Mm. A lot of That's local right. guys yeah. are, are benefiting from and that. And the Brisbane Lions fantastic. got in touch with me and said, you know, what are the clubs that we should approach to potentially do this? And, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. they want to connect. And it's not Absolutely. just about AFL. They're happy to connect with all sorts of sports clubs. Um, And in fact, like they've had, would you believe, like we've got a Greater Springfield Muslim association here. Mm -hmm. They've done prayers there. They've done their morning prayers at Brighton Homes Arena. They've done, yeah. So they've invited them there to sort of do their morning prayers. that's perfect. uh, Which is really nice, you know, so really nice, that connection. So, yeah, so I think it's been a great asset for our community and it's a great economic asset, right? Like if people come, they might stay after the game Mm -hmm. or before the game. I mean, I've walked through Orion before a game and, you know, there's a lot of people there who are having lunch, lunch well, and, yep. you know, doing all yeah. of that. That's great. 100% like that's, training, go get lunch, yeah. go to the game. Yeah. Well, I've noticed out. that too. Like, and I don't know whether, I mean, because the intent of obviously the government is catch the train out, right? Yeah. But we do see, and I think maybe one of the challenges with that is we actually have activated a lot of locals and they're not going to catch the train. No. Right, especially if they're like from Brookwater or whatever. Yeah. So you do notice on game days, um, I don't know if anyone's actually monitored the car park levels in the in multi-storey car park. Every but, time I've parked there, there's plenty of parks right. on game Be- day. Because yeah, on, mm-hmm. on game day, this is my biggest mm. issue with the venue, and you know there's a lot of roadworks going on, mm. is people park anywhere and everywhere as close as they can to the stadium. Yeah. So even even along their new footpath, along you know heading down towards Himbiyumba, yeah. just parked along there. They you know they'll pretty much park anywhere and everywhere. And um, Orion's the same. You mm. go, you try. I would avoid Orion mm. when there's a game on mm. because people will park there. Yeah, maybe do some shopping, maybe yeah, not, no, and no. then just Lunch, walk across, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They'll do, they'll do that. And so, yeah, I agree with you. And I think I've spoken to the Lions about that because it's all about um, – it's actually just about giving people wayfinding information, right? It's actually – a lot of people, and especially now with 32 closed, like people don't necessarily see the car park. Yep. So yeah. they're coming off 33 and they don't realise the yep. car park's there. It's so there. it's about actually, but if you're coming from outside, it's about letting people, you know, exactly where to go. Because you don't know where yeah. you're going if you're That's coming right. to Springfield. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think Glenn had a friend who mm. caught the train out. Yeah. Yep. Is that, oh, I was going to say, it almost sounded like rain. Oh, got off on the wrong. Got off on the wrong he station. He got off at Springfield Station, <laughs> not Springfield <laughs> yeah. Central, and he got and off and walked across the Woodcrest. And yeah. looked around going, where's this stadium? Where's this stadium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the Woodcrest Oval. Exactly. No, it's the closest game Oval. Kids. Oh, yeah. That was quite so, yeah. Funny. So there's still, there's still a bit more <laughs> that we can do. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's still a few teething, teething problems. Um, right. But it's, the Lions are aware of it and, uh, and we'll keep working with them on how we, how we do that. So let's throw a hypothetical out there. Sure. Yeah. We've always got this sporting event coming up in a few years. Mate, right? we think alike. Oh, that was my next question. <laughs> Yeah, we've done, we've done this for a while. We've done this for a so, while. So let's say hypothetically um, Brighton Homes becomes the home of the Brisbane Lions. So I see a couple of challenges. I know that the other contender is potentially the RNA. Um, the RNA. Mm. Right. Now, the RNA is central. So, I mean, you've obviously got Lions fans who are out Bayside and Northside. It's a big ask for them to really come out here to our part of the world. Mm. Um, but if that did happen... Like that, then in itself is a logistic. You know, like that's another pressure point, 
right? To, how do you manage that? Because, yeah. I mean, the gab is difficult to get to now and hopefully Cross River addresses yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, could you just imagine, like, the, yeah. the, the stress that it would and put on Springfield of having... that's uh, happening? I, yeah. So the discussions that I'm having, and I am having discussions, and obviously as a local member, like, they, they, I'm pretty engaged in what that looks like going forward. Look, I think it'd be an incredible opportunity if we did get a bigger stadium. Um, I, I think transport is the biggest biggest issue for me. And I yep. want to say, like, it's a lot of extra money that we would need to be putting in. And if I was someone in our community, I'd be like, do we put that into a stadium or do we fix the centenary? Mm. And that is, I guess, the issue for me, right? Well, and, like, and I'd put it into a stadium. Back, well, like, <laughs> you would. But then it goes saying. back to my pretext of the, of the question, right, is yeah. when we even talk about the Olympics. I think the Gabba <laughs> is fit for purpose, right? I've got a membership there and I've been to a lot, pretty much every stadium in Australia regularly. There is not much difference in the stadium infrastructure, the Gabba versus others, right? When you look at them in basically concourse, you know, concrete standing, access is a big issue, right? Yeah, so disability that, that aside, access so is a big mm, issue. The, the, and the reason, thing yeah. that I have, I mean, love the Olympics and I, I can't wait for it. You know, I'll go volunteer. I'll probably be a much older man. You'll be just, older, mate. What are yeah, you going to volunteer for, the blind? I'll be near I'll retired sitting there go. watching an event. But the thing is, once again, I look as a Queenslander going, look, the issues that we've just discussed, right, because we talk about a legacy for our state. I don't see anything in the Olympics that's really a legacy for our area, Mm. right? You go, yeah, you you know, you get the stadium upgraded and a few other sports facilities, but, like, I prefer to see that money addressing issues that's going to you know, affect that, our lifestyle. And, and you're right. And, and that that's is a real my, challenge. And you're right. right. And that is the challenge. And, and look, rebuilding a gap is not cheap. Right? No. What was like, the last figure, you know? It won't be, it won't be cheap and mm. it will um, – it, it does make sense in a sense because it will connect with Cross River Rail. And, yep. but, but, yeah, for me it's about what, what do we get out of this and remembering also that once the, the Olympics is over – the lines are going back to the Gabba. Yeah. Mm. They're not, they're they're not, not going to be playing at a, in Springfield. The yep. seat capacity yep. is yep. not a significant so, increase though, right? Well, We're not really getting... 30,000 seats is now? what they're sort of... No, it's 10,000 now here. Like, oh, oh, no, so I'm talking about the Gabba. The Gabba you say yeah. you go back to the Gabba, right? Oh, so yeah, they'll go back to the Gabba. Let's go back to the Brighton's. So Are we getting 30,000 seats? Well, sorry, Ooh, that's one of the... So that's the proposal that had been put to... That's almost Gabba capacity now, isn't it? That's a big seat. We worked that out per per seat value. That's probably better than the school we started with out at Spring Mountain. I'm in favour of Brighton just threw that in there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm just, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah. so we're having all yeah. those discussions. A lot of moving pieces. There is yeah. a lot of moving yeah, pieces. Totally We've got right. cricket involved as well, obviously, because oh, they're being displaced. Um, so, they've got well. their own yeah. views on where they want to go. Yeah. Um, and you're right, the Lions fans, like, where are they going to go, want to go? Yeah. Like, it's if you're a Lions fan from the Sunshine Coast mm. and you've got to come down and then come out to Springfield, like, yeah, there's lots right. of considerations. But, well, but I wrote to your office recently because my son is, is mad AFL, yeah. right? And he's got a Lions membership. But he's like, every time there's a game, he'll even go down to the Gold Coast with his mates to watch a son's game, yeah, my son's yeah. Collingwood, et cetera. And as I talked about the train, mm. just going, why do we not use that, <laughs> that mm-hmm. Corinda connector? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and TMR, and this is the thing I find when writing or communicating with government, they don't seem to grasp what you're actually asking. asking. They still seem to think that I'm talking about like the old monorail back and forth. I'm going... Can we not have four services a day? Like one that starts at Ipswich. When it hits Corinda, that same train turns, goes mm. across. So it's basically an Ipswich to Gold Coast mm. service, mm. right? Four times a day in each direction. So that'll allow people in Ipswich, right? And we're geographically dispersed out mm. here in the West, right? You know, socioeconomically, it's not a rich area. They get slugged if they drive down the Logan Motorway, which 
the whole other discussion there about the middle piece that's free. It's everything. It's everything that he's ever raised with me. Oh, in correspondence. Come over this side, Cherise. I'm quick. just. I'm letting the listeners <laughs> listeners develop. Right. I mean, so what I'm talking about is so people like, for example, could jump on a train anywhere along the Ipswich line. Yeah. And then they could go to the theme parks for the day. They could get off at Narang and go like that air show that was on at the Gold Coast recently. Right. Family can jump on a train. But if you go into the city and back out, that's an extra hour each way. You're not going to do it, right? And, yeah. and that's, then you're just going, yeah. it's not f- – you, you want people on public transport, but they'll just look at it and go, mm. that's an extra two hours because the train won't – you can't use that line, mm. right? Mm. And that's the frustration yeah. I see. You know? like yeah, you just go, and I get it. But rail, it rail is expensive <laughs> to do oh, yeah. that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess for, like, it's funny, like Cross River Rail is interesting because everyone goes, oh, it's this inner city – Project and only mm. the inner city is going to benefit from Cross River Rail. I see it as actually it's a great opportunity for us out in out of metropolitan areas because a couple oh. of things it's going to do. It's actually going to open up the capacity within the city. Right at the moment, we can only run so many trains into the city mm-hmm. because Merivale Bridge, the Merivale Street Bridge, yeah. just has so much only limited capacity. So once they've got Cross River Rail where they've gone underground and they've, you know, they're going to have all these new stations, it's actually going to open capacity up here, out here. And that's when we can have the extension to Ripley. That's when I can do my, you know, Flagstone to Salisbury line, which is the other line that we're looking at at the moment. We've got a business case happening underway for that. But for those people living in Greenbank and Flagstone, they're going to have their own rail line as well. So we need to be able to open up that capacity. But that Mary, um, no trains yeah. from the Maryvale Agreed. Bridge go far enough over to those platforms, eight and nine or whatever they are at Roma Street. They don't, they're more at the right side. So how does that free up? You know what I mean? Like if you catch a train from Ipswich or Springfield, you always go through on those far left platforms. Yeah. So it won't affect probably, we will still continue to do what we do because we yeah. don't really go yeah, over. But you can bring more yeah. trains but it's, in. But it's, it's, other, it's other, other lines. Other lines yeah, the other happen. lines. Yeah. And so that will open up that capacity. Yeah. Because, I'd yeah. love to see that. I mean, it just... And this is what I really – I'm excited about Cross River Rail um, just because access to the Gabba. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. I mean? You get a yeah. ticket. You get, you get oh, access. No, no you, you yeah. cannot park near the place. Oh, I agree it's, with it's you. I park nightmare. three streets up, mate. Oh. You just get a ticket, whatever. But it's true. Like I, when, if, if I have to go to the Gabba, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got to get to the Gabba. Yeah. Like it's not the same yeah. as, you know, even yeah. – Suncorp's great Like because you just get off at train station. Well, yes and no. My problem with Suncorp, right, and I've got problems with everything. Do you want me in this conversation anymore? No, feel free to jump in and tell me to shut up. My, my thing is I've been to a few concerts there. I went to um, Elton John recently, oh, yeah. went to, to Guns N' Roses recently. The problem is, is when there's a major event on at Suncorp, the Springfield train lines still run off peak services. Yeah. Right? So you come out of that stadium, you imagine how many is it? That's 40,000 or something like that? Yeah, but hold on. Don't they put extra services on, no, on no. for those concerts? You, no, you get out because what happens, right? Because obviously, you know, no is that, that to off- Ipswich or just to Springfield, Jase? Yeah, I'll, I'll finish that. So, and, okay. and this is where it's really difficult, right? Mm. It, there's a train every 15 minutes because you've obviously got the Ipswich line and the Springfield mm, line mm, on different mm. platforms, right? And they both run. So, if you're going anywhere to Dara, you've got a train every 15 minutes. But if you're going beyond, you've got one train, the, an Ipswich train that you've got to wait yep. for, 30 minutes apart, or Springfield 30 minutes apart. So, if you're in between, jump mm. on a train, that's fine. But if you've come out and just missed the train, or you know you're trying to get on the platform and the train's packed, you can't get on. You stand there for thirty minutes before mm. the next service comes mm. along because mm. they literally run off-peak services at the but end is of that a major of event. The capacity that can run on the rail line? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, you can run trains every six, four to six minutes almost in peak hour out of out of central and out of an afternoon at but five o'clock. But they ran o'clock. extra trains um, for the Broncos game. Um, 
like, yeah, because I was there <laughs> yeah. and I caught the train and there were extra, yeah. extra services. Yeah. So it probably just depends. I didn't see it for the concerts, yeah. yeah. Maybe NRL is a bit more. I don't know. Well, maybe it, was, it was a popular game, popular obviously. Game. Um, yeah. But, but, but those yeah. sorts of challenges make yeah, it really yeah, hard yeah. as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is, and look, it's, it's not a political thing, but when you get on a platform, most people want to go and stand at the yellow line. You get on the platform, they go, no, go stand to the back. They push everyone back and then all the people who rock up last get oh, to stand on the front. the front. They're all first on the train. Oh, that's annoying. And you can miss out. <laughs> you know, you're just sitting there just going, why, why am Who's I the station take- master? You tell me who oh, why you, you know, but This is the challenges of you, you know, you need to as get a government. Jobs. You want people on public transport, yeah, but as a, as a user, you just look at it and go, I'm taking the car. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, you'll just go and park at the Gabba. Come in yeah, the I'll conversation. Yeah, I'll park at the Gabba. You'll park yeah. anywhere in a side street and go, look, yeah. if they find me if 60 find bucks me 60 once bucks, a year. That's cheap parking. It's Whatever. Yeah. It is that's, that's my... That's right. <laughs> you'll cop the ticket because it's yeah. probably cheaper. Or I take my work truck and park in a loading zone and they think I'm working somewhere. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's my rant over. But you know what I mean? Like you just, I you can no, I know, no, and I do. I get the frustration. I know yeah. the intent is there yeah. and the will is there, but sometimes the execution, just as a consumer, you yeah. just sit there and go, nah. Yeah. No. Nah. I get it. It's like, hard. Yeah, you know? And like, yeah, like I said, you've lived here, so I could just imagine your frustration yeah. when you're going you know, into bat for us and you're almost getting well, those my same... Well, da- my people. daughter just texted before. She, she goes to... Um, she's just done her ex- two external exams today in this, and she's at Brisbane State High School. Um, so she's on the train coming home and right. a truck's hit Graceville. Bridge. Has hit the Graceville. Oh. So she's stuck. Oh, no. Um, so she's not very happy. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. Funny story, right? And Hold on, Jess. No, no, I'm going to go with funny story on this. You I tell think the story, I'll tell you whether it's funny I've seen that before and, and this, this goes back to the part that I find ironic. I've seen that bridge struck and guess which way they've sent the train? They've sent it out through... Um, East Brisbane or whatever, yeah. down the, the Gold Coast line, then turned it across, come past Which that, is what you want. that, that co- connector yeah. and then around. They just started bypassing the trains. And you're just sitting there going... It's the crouch line. They can use it when they want it. They want it. Right, anyway. So tell me about... I'm interested to know about your... You've got a, a position. I'm just going to ignore that. Oh, that's um, classic. Well done, Therese. You've Good got job. a position now as, as an assistant minister, yeah. is it, to Treasury? Oh, yeah, as assistant intense. minister... It is. Treasury, yeah. Mm, so so spend, I was just saying, you, you, your Instagram stories now include I do regional include Queensland a little bit locations. of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I was in Townsville yesterday, oh, on wow. Sunday and Monday. I got back last night. Got back safely. I got back safely an hour, <laughs> an hour later than I anticipated because my flight was delayed, but that's all good. Um, thanks, Virg. Um, but um, but yeah, that's so insane. I'm doing a little bit of that, and then next Sunday I'm off to Normanton actually and Carumba. Normanton's Cairns, yeah. isn't it? No, um, yeah, west of Cairns, west of up, Cairns. up near the up near the Cape there. So, oh, wow. so what does that job entail? Like an assistant minister to treasury? Yeah. Does that mean that you can use some of those relationships now to get can a bit you more go money and get for your hands in the bucket? Yeah. And bring it to I know everyone always goes, "Have you brought the checkbook with yeah, you?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "I never have the checkbook." I'm going to tell you, no, that's why I'm the assistant. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Right? That's right. But it's good. It's a really good role, and the area that. It's a funny role. Assistant ministers don't really have any real responsibility. So your minister has to kind of give you things to do. I'm very lucky. Cameron Dick, who's the treasurer, um, he and I have known each other a long time. Um, He's put a lot of trust in me, which is really nice. But he's given me an area that I really enjoy, which is trade. So I do a lot of work in our trade area. So Mm -hmm. what that is, is it's Queensland companies um, who are exporting their goods or their services overseas, right? And there's so many of them. Yet here in Queensland, we don't necessarily know that these incredible companies, sometimes little companies, 
are doing these amazing things. So one of the things that I love doing is going to visit these companies and then telling their stories because they'll be really self-deprecating. So you'll go meet them. They're in this little office and you're like, you know, tell me what you do, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, yeah, we do this. And then we export to 50 countries. Wow. And you're like, sorry, was that 50? 50 countries? But they don't, you know, they don't. No, they just go, yeah, that's what we do. Um, so for me, it's about how do we get those stories out? It's Queensland stuff going out to the world. Yeah, that's awesome. um, And it's amazing. The, recently, I did the best visit, which was I went to Kaminya, yep. which is only oh, about yeah. an hour away yeah. from here. Yeah, um, and I went there because we had this thing called a beef buying mission. So companies from Japan, Hong Kong, um, where else? It was Indonesia, I think. It was a, a range of Asian countries were over looking to buy our meat products from Queensland. And we serve them um, this large quail that is actually happening, like uh-huh. that's been yeah. grown yeah. out in Kaminya. Right. It's beautiful. Oh, really? So, you know, quail. Yeah, like, yeah, it's I don't know if you've ever had quail. It's bony and small, and you're like, yeah. oh, it's not worth the effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating this, right? Are these but, like ostrich size or yeah, emu size quail? <laughs> These large quail are huge. They're like little chickens. Wow. Wow. And so we had this lunch for these buyers from um, from overseas who all came on a bus, came out on a bus, and we gave them this lunch. And then, yeah, and they've all started buying this quail. This quail for That's overseas, amazing. which is amazing. That's amazing. So yeah, was was it good? Did you eat it? Like, it, was it was incredible. Good? Yeah, like it was actually mm. incredible because it's like a little gamey meat quail, isn't it? It yeah. is, but cooked. And honestly, the way it was cooked was like literally just thrown on a barbecue yep. with a bit of salt and pepper and a, you oh, know. And um, but yeah, but all of a sudden now in Kaminya, and now they're they're selling it. Everywhere. It's storming. Can you yeah. hear that? Across it's the world. starting to. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that storming? And, yeah, I think there was some thunder, mate. Let's wow. not talk about a storm on October no. 31. No, three no, years I know. Ago. It's the oh. three-year anniversary. Well, it is today. Yeah, I, yeah that's yeah. right. And usually do, our mics don't pick it up, so we can hear it, but it's normally not coming through. Mm. But yeah, like it's wow. in the shed. You know, we've had some pretty big downpours yeah. in here, and it's really loud. But yeah, I just thought there must have been wind or something. And now it's well, it's great to see some rain because everything's dry. It is very dry. Um, if we just my talk, yard's fine. <laughs> your, your, I got linked straight like a, to Wyvern Dam. A bowling green. <laughs> you say all these great businesses, and this is what we love about our, our podcast, is we interview a lot of locals here and, and yeah. learn so much about the people. So you'd see that every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. That's well, pretty cool. Yeah. What are the sort of businesses around here that have like got amazing stories that you think people wouldn't know about? Yeah, so we are lucky because we do have really interesting businesses locally, and they're all and they're quite diverse sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're about trying to solve something like a you know a problem um other times it's a family business that they've just carried on so it's it is a really interesting for me also i think it's a great way like i love talking to our local butchers like that's yeah. always one of my favorites because actually it's a great way of finding out what's going on in a community you know in especially around cost of living like what are yeah. people buying what kind of meats are they like cuts of meat yeah, are they buying at right. the moment yeah, it's you know what's like the hairdressers right? you know and hairdressers are yeah. another one right they yeah. tell Therapists. everyone their problems um yeah. Yeah. and i do f- worry for hairdressers sometimes cuz i actually think like they're not trained to do that kind of work so i do feel totally. that they take on a big burden right. um sometimes in the community so i've known a couple of hairdressers who come home and just go yeah. drink wine because right. they've just know, taken on right? so much through the day. Yeah, so I think we need to have a bit of a look at what we do uh, for for those um, people. But what I do love mainly is we've got we've got businesses who, yep, they've I mean they've got to they've got to make money, right? Like I, yep. of course they do. Yep. But they're so community minded. Like mm-hmm. they do so much within the community to mm-hmm. support people. Like Terry Slaughter is a great example. Yeah, Terry's over awesome. at Springfield Lakes IGA. So he and I have a standing arrangement 
where, because I get people to obviously through my office who are, are going through some difficulties. So he and I have a voucher system set up. So I can just, which I pay for, um, but they just go to him and we've got the voucher system set up and they can just buy some food um, so from there. And, you know, yeah. and he just, you know, has, has that set up with me and, and very happy to, to do that with me, uh, you That's know, it's awesome. little Terry's people a really like good that. Guy. Yeah, really yeah, he good was in guy. here a couple of weeks. Yeah, ago. we had Terry in about a month ago. Yeah, yeah, for a yeah. Chat. and Phil Cutcliffe. Oh yeah, yeah. and Phil, awesome. who does Phil's incredible a, things yeah, through. And I heard because he, he told us yeah. that he was a, a JP. So I messaged okay. him. I think about a week later. Phil. <laughs> Terry, no Terry. Oh, Terry. I messaged Terry and said, "Hey, Terry, mate, can you witness something?" He goes, "Mate, if you want to bring it over to Canada." Yeah, um, he was to. away. Yeah, he was <laughs> so away. He was away the week Either after that on the we golf course. He doesn't mind a bit of golf. He either. loves golf. He loves <laughs> golf, which is great. Like that's another thing that's yeah. in, right on our doorstep. Is a is a basically one of Australia's best golf courses. I know. Yeah, it's right very, here. We're very lucky. Yeah. Um, I can't afford yeah. to play it, but it's right. Telling people about Springfield, <laughs> we don't want this growth. Right. We want it to ourselves. Right? It's oh, terrible. Don't oh, come. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the traffic. The traffic's terrible. You can't get here. You know, like so. The people are terrible. They're not community minded at all. Just don't come. No, it's a, yeah, and that's the thing. No, we are lucky, and we do have good people, and we've got a lot of people who've moved here from Sydney and, and Melbourne, like yep. interstate. Word yep. of mouth, um, you know, big Indian community, which I love. Like mm-hmm. they're a great community um, to be part of. Um, education's really important to them, as it is to a lot of families. And so, having good schools is, is another draw card for us. So you can have Brighton Homes Arena, yep. you know. So you've got the sport, but you've also got your good schools. So yep. we are starting, I think, to really, and obviously now the public hospital that's coming as well. Yeah, I see um, the cranes are up. Which the two big cranes? Mm. Yes, yeah. so I think yeah. um, I understand we're going to have a name the crane. Oh, competition oh, really? for the kids oh, that's too, cool. which will be really that's good. That's really we cool. We just go like, you know, for the kids, Bob the Builder, just call it Cranky. <laughs> cranky. <laughs> cranky. Dad jokes. <laughs> oh, I grew up We could call it Jason. Kids, right? <laughs> oh, gee, that's a bit below the belt. Come on. No, look, I just love advocating for our community. And if I see a problem, I want to try and fix it. No. Yeah. It's like that. You're so Sharice's talk- assistant. Can no, Jason be your assistant? be my assistant member for George. Assistant to the assistant Perfect. minister. Assistant to the assistant. Oh, no, no. We don't communicate that much. No, no, like, no. That's, that's, no. We, no, no. We communicate you know the reas- reasonable amount of... I know you by name. One year. Has never Maybe heard one a just. year. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. Just no. a- and, and to be fair to you, like your suggestions are always reasonable, um, yeah. which is why I took, you know, the Centenary Logan Motorway solution to government as soon as I was elected. Um, and you know, yes, it did take longer than both of us would have liked, but, but look we, what it did. We, we did, we did look get it, it you know. Yeah. And mm. again, it is only interim; like there is a bigger solution there sure. that yeah. we will look at. But you know, it was disappointing to me that yeah, your suggestion wasn't taken up at the time. Um, no, but, but as, that's typical of government. I mean, any time you try to normally and look, council's the same, right? So don't don't think that state's special. <laughs> they know him by name <laughs> too. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they just ignore me now. They've got Mickey it down. just calls me out of the blue, mate, to say hi. Does she call you out of the blue to say hi? Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> well, look, like, it's just like, it's one of those. It's, it is a standard response, typically, mm. to, to say no, mm. like straight up. Mm. It's this is why we can't. They never sit down. But you're not the only person going there with that. So, like same suggestion, so that might be, you no, might be the fourth no, or no. fifth or tenth person that's come. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Jason even yeah. did media. Yeah, oh, you're I had in the, media. I had plans. You had media. I, I had high res imagery. Yeah, 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 of course, right. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I pushed that. Well, the only reason I did that, right, is because out of frustration when I was told that the northbound bridge could not sustain the three lanes of traffic, two one way, that, and I just wrote back and said, "Hang on, but that bridge, right, and I have the sources, oh. it was two meters wider." 
than the southbound that is three lanes yeah. wide. Yeah. Mm. I just going, no, no, I understand. You, you, you did just, you get out there with a tape measure at like midnight? No, no. no I was it? doing some work for another council who obviously has a mapping and a high-res imagery system, and we went through and did all of the designs and plans the on that. The stuff you showed me was out. really detailed. <laughs> I remember. But look, I'm just saying is I'm happy for somebody to write back and go, this is why we can't do it, even if it's just – yeah. Just no allocation in the budget to address that. It's going to cost $20 million, mm. right? Get mm. that. But just don't come back with something that's factually incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mm. say yeah, no, can't, you can't put two lanes between the pillars that hold the train line up over when it was pretty much two lanes wide already, yeah. right? And the bridge isn't wide. Like, because that's just factually mm. incorrect, right? And I do think that's a really good point too about I, I'm, I'm of the view that um, sometimes – you're better to be honest with people sometimes yep. and don't lead them on, yep. right? So there are times when people will come to me with projects or things and I will, I will say to them, look, that, that will not happen. Not, yep. not now, not ever. Yep. I'm not going to lead you on and go, oh, yeah, let, uh, nothing. Well, let's we have a look at Stephen it. Well, we can't leave the Stephen Skyneedle out to here. You know, but I'd rather be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the monorail, it's coming. Um, <laughs> from 88. Oh, you know. Here we go. That's how you get people from over oh, to Brighton <laughs> Homes. <laughs> yes. Bring back the monorail. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. so I'd rather be honest with you. Yeah. Now, yeah. I never say yeah. no. Yeah. I will never say no to someone. I will always mm. go investigate. Yeah. But if the answer is no... I'm not going to keep saying to you, oh, let's work on it. Let's think about it. Let's, you know, because you're better to at least have an honest, honest answer. Just yeah. rip the bandaid off. Yeah, than to have, you know, years later a frustration just going, But it's better oh. than just dismiss Agreed. it, right? Going, oh, yeah. I'm just dismissing oh, yeah, you, no, right? That's yeah, the... and my office, we've, we've got a real motto about that. Yeah. The answer's never no. Yeah. Be- like, we will always look into yeah. something for some for people yeah. properly. Um, and then, and then you know, sometimes it's a yes, it's a good answer, yeah. and sometimes it, it can't happen. So I was going to try and make up a game for today, oh. right? yeah. and it was called Political Spin. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I was going to ask you a series of questions where you couldn't answer truthfully. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I thought, no, I won't do that to you. You <laughs> mentioned that because, I mean, that's what, you know, a lot of the time I guess politicians are put on the spot and when they don't want to give an answer, and they know It's it. hard, but, right, because they, they know what's going on really behind the scenes, but sometimes that's you can't point, release Graham. that yet. That's a great point, and that does happen. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you, you can't. Like, and I hate not being able to tell people oh, stuff that I confidence. know. We only yeah. represent you, the people of Queensland, but we can't tell you how no, we're spending your money. It might be fully <laughs> in concrete yet what you know yeah. is coming, but yeah. the question they've asked you, you're like, yeah, well, we've got a solution to that, but I can't tell you that yet. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's – and that is exactly right. So there's things that obviously – like I, I was aware of Exit 32, mm-hmm. obviously the closure – before. Obviously, before yeah. um, we released it, and I just, but there were still things being worked through. I, you know, it was at, at a point where we went, right now we can tell people. But I, I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that sense of knowing stuff and not being able to tell community. Yeah. It, yeah. it ups, it upsets me. But, but you're right. Like sometimes you just can't, and sometimes yeah. things are confidential. You yeah. literally cannot say anything until someone else is ready to announce it. And, or, some, and yeah. let's be honest, sometimes right. it is political. There's yeah, timing right. there as is, well there is of when timing. you want to when you want to make announcements, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that are Absolutely. that are yours to, to to announce. Especially leading into an election like your we, when will you start campaigning again? Oh, now, now it's the year before. <laughs> no, Come on, let's no, when go. Does, when yeah. does that when does that happen? Well, for you? interestingly, because council elections are first. Yep. So really, there's no. It's, we don't want to confuse people, and people will be confused. People oh, yeah. some, still think I'm the council oh, sometimes, yeah, and you know. So I was going to mention council. that, right? We we see it a lot, right? When when council talk about or put up a post about you know, like generally trying to ask for feedback on how you can just see people in the community don't understand the difference between state and council, yeah, right? Yeah. And in, and federal, and even. federal sometimes. Oh, of course, as well. there's the, the three tiers, but yeah, a lot of people yeah. will will get really up and I'm like, they'll and council and they'll go, you know, what can council address here? Or if someone will just go, here's an update on the, the roadworks. And then we'll go, 
why don't you bloody get out and fix the friggin' highway? And you yeah, go, yeah. State Responsibility <laughs> yeah. Council. Like, yeah. there is a and I get the same. Right? I get like, um, you know, the roundabout at Brookwater there, like at yeah. the shopping centre. Yeah. Yeah. Can you fix oh, it? People constantly ask me to fix that. <laughs> is that the kids coming out of Augustine Heights? No, the one, the one, um, the one near the shopping centre. You know, the the Brookwater shopping centre, yeah. not Brookwater itself. Yeah, yeah the servo and that, yeah, and yeah. their NGU real estate. Because yes. it's two lanes yep. come up there, and one lane can only turn right. So if you come from the school, you get caught in that bottleneck yeah, going you up. Do. You just so, jam around the outside. So yeah, so I get I get constant <laughs> constant requests to upgrade that and put that's, some that's lights not in. My, I don't use that part of town. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> oh see, see how interesting. Yeah, exactly. Hey, how interesting. Don't dismiss it, Jason. Oh. No, I've never it's noticed a concern. that. Look, honestly, through there because this is the thing you observe. They actually have really good infrastructure. Like Sinathambi Boulevard is all dual carriage all the way. Yeah. Oh, except right. over, once you get over the bri- that bridge, though, going the bridge over is the, a bottleneck. Yeah, right. so that's yeah. the and, and and what I can tell you is that is the next project oh, nice. we are looking at. Oh, no. awesome. um, there, because Tom that Tom is important. Yeah, uh, ETA? Well, <laughs> well, it also depends on council because that's some before of the next as election, well. or is that just something you take to the next election? We will re-elect me and we'll, we'll fix your bridge. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go back to when do you start campaigning? So, um, so it'll be Just after. talk to me. So to be honest, it, it wouldn't be before council elections, yep. right? Cause you just, which is March. Which is March, yeah. yeah. So we, I just want to let that – that's all going to happen. And to be honest, that, there's not a lot of time left because really you, no one wants to see you over Christmas, New Year, no, right? that's so, right. Exactly. So these council – whoever's running for council has very limited time now to campaign in a sense. So mm-hmm. just let that all – all happen yep. Yep. Um, and then yeah and then but you so know, from March through to well after yeah so probably from April onwards but we don't also bombard people people there's nothing more annoying than people seeing you know politicians out all the time yeah, and campaigning and waving right? right holding signs up saying we'll give you electricity yeah, right. rebates so, and stuff yeah, you don't well, see that I know I love that that was, <laughs> that was that was good times um, but yeah so I, I yeah so we will we've got a, a bit of a campaign plan that we're working towards and yeah, nice. uh, yeah we'll we'll execute it awesome. now what does that mean I've been in politics a long time right so I'm, I'm a bit fatalistic around some of that stuff. I work as hard as I can. Will I win? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. But yeah. I will just keep working every day until the, the until demographic the is yeah. changing here, though, right? Because if you follow it, like you hmm. just this was a very safe labour area. But because, like you talked about, people coming up from south, the growth in here, the demographic is changing. So yeah. you can never take it for that's granted. That's right. right, and that's the key. You can't take these seats. For, you should never take a seat for granted, and I yeah. never do. Yeah. Um, and so that's why you see me at so much, so many events. But also, it's a respectful thing to do. Of course, you know, to go and meet with community. Yeah. Who've put so much effort into the things they do, you know, yeah. like the, the, you know, those crazy mo men, like they, oh. they do, but they do so much. They like, do, they, you do. Know, they do. They and do. I just, <laughs> joined me. Um, but, you know, they do. And so, you, yeah. you know, you want to support them because yeah, they are 100%. doing stuff uh, in their own time. Yeah. You know, they've got, I forget sometimes they've got actual real jobs and mm-hmm. lives and families because that's, you know, and then you guys doing your, you know, your podcast as well, like, you know, you're doing it for community in a Absolutely. sense as well. So, um, so you want to kind of support that. I love it. I really enjoy it. Um, yep. I've got the energy for it. I'll, uh, you know, yep. um, I think I've got the temperament for it. Yep. Uh, in that, I just will continue and continue to badger and bureaucracy until I get what Do I, you get I a need. Bit of similarity like there. Um, but um, but yep. yeah, but ultimately, also, I I understand the realities of politics, and if I don't win. In yep. you know October 2024, then I'll go do something else, and uh, and I will around. have felt like I've contributed something at least Absolutely. to this community well in the done, time yeah. that I've been. You here. do a great job. You Thank do you. a great job. Thanks. I think you have the support of the community. Well, I think you, you do too. Um, yeah. So can I ask an, a, a question? Then I ask the same thing of Milton. I'm oh. going to ask the same thing of you. And and 
This is an interesting, because you mentioned about council and confusing, right? So there was a council election not so long ago where we put in four-year terms for state government and mandatory preferential voting. And we talked about people not understanding the difference between council and state, right? And I think that well, my, my opinion is mandatory preferential voting, people don't understand it, right? But it's mandatory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you explain in simple terms what it means and how it works? Yeah, so it is a fairer... Uh, it is an actual fairer way of of voting in in putting in full preferences um, because it actually the way that kind of it's quite technical but the way that it distributes indicates that you know there is that sort of support um, that full support for someone the way that you sort of distribute the the preferences um, but it's also a consistent... It's actually... We need consistency in politics, I think, as well. So I, I think we need to have it at all levels, have the same voting mm-hmm. at all levels because I think that will be less confusing for people if, if, if we do that. Right. Um, so... But, but it is an actual... It is considered a fairer way to actually look at how, how you... So could you explain how it works? So let's say, for example, you got 30% of the vote. But you can still so preferential voting. If someone puts a so put me second, they put they me put second, second, right? So right. say they they don't put me first, but they put me second right. because I had the most primary, primary. vote. Yep. Ah, uh, yep. The that person's second. So I am the second preference right. for someone, but because I had the most initial votes, yep. then I get the flow on for right. the, so that. So they basically turn around and say, look, you right. don't have enough. You don't have the majority. So you're at thirty percent. Let's go now to the number twos. Yep. And the number twos ah. is you've got enough of the number twos to now get you the majority that you yeah. need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. But yeah, I just asked that one because Glenn's, Glenn's asked that one a yeah. couple of times. Because yeah, I, I, I think it was, it was through the Senate and that. And I tried to work it out. Is Was it the guy who was at Murr, Shooters and Fishers Party or something like that in WA? He got up, I think. He got three primary votes yeah. and got a seat. Yeah, and I'm sitting yeah, there yeah. going, I get what you're saying the about Senate's preferential big, voting. but The Senate's like yeah, it's crazy. 24, I can't count that high. Yeah, you know, like number every box or something. Well, <laughs> at least they give you the option of doing doing a couple. But, you know, we just yeah. wanted to put that out there so people yeah. can understand yeah. how preferential voting works. So, for example, if I want to put an independent first yep. and put you second, yep. if you get 40% and obviously the independent doesn't get up, my secondary preference yeah. goes to yeah. you. Yeah, that's, okay. that's how it would work. How it works. So, okay. so it is really about who's got the majority of those first preferences mm-hmm. and then that the, the other person then really is kind of – they're not in the race anymore and their votes, though, are not lost in a sense. Yeah. It's whatever their second, whoever thought that should come second, yeah. then gets those sort of preferences. So when, okay. when you hear people saying, like, the Greens are giving their preferences to Labor, technically they can't give their vote to anyone, right? It's just no. it's basically they're putting that on there. I think yeah. that's a misconception as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so on the, Everyone's the, got their free vote, right? Like, yeah, And exactly. you see some really interesting connotations of votes <laughs> right. everywhere, right? Because we've had One Nation here. Yep. So I've seen, you know, One Nation, one, two Greens, three Labour. Like it's, wow. you know, people all, vote. Do I don't people know, just that randomly just, just go well, whatever after their first one? I think some people just randomly just vote, you know, just to be stirrers. Have you ever attended? Yeah. Not my own. No, 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 no because Glenn's, Glenn's asked the question, yeah. and I'm going to put in, because you know, Glenn's... Yeah, yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it in, mate. Like, I'm just going to say he's sceptical about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, right? it's, so it's called but, scrutineering, um, so yeah. we scrutineer the vote. But he just um, says, how can you count all those votes in one night? How can <laughs> you do that? And I'm sitting there going, if you've got X number of people counting, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. your electorate is how many people can yeah, vote? Yeah, yeah, so 44, that's... 000, 000? Say, say, well, 36 to 44,000. It doesn't take that long to count 30... And you're different booths. You're at yeah. different booths, so it's yeah. not all in the one one space. And they've been either. observed. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've, you know, uh, I reckon usually if you start, so you always start at 6 p.m. Yeah. to count the vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually most by about 8, 8.30 you're done. You, you've, got, you've got a calculation. <laughs> we need to get him along to an election. Yeah, you should he just come thinks, and scrutiny like, out. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when the, the referendum was on, it was just like... Uh, that one these... was even easier because yeah. that was literally yes, two, no, right? yes, yeah, no, yeah. yes, no. But people are saying I'm going to write it in pen because people are going to be able to rub it out and change it. I'm going... Show me somebody who can be at a booth like that with so much you know, scrutiny around, yeah. somehow sitting there in the corner with an erase no, of changing votes. No. Like It is really scrutinised. And in fact, um, when you're a scrutineer, say, and I've seen this happen, they, they, they tip out the votes mm-hmm. onto a table. And if, say, some votes fell on the floor, as a scrutineer, I, could not, I would not be allowed to touch any. Like, we are not allowed to touch anything. So we have to just stand there literally just watching over people's shoulders. We're not allowed to ever touch any votes. We're not allowed to ever, you know. And look, sometimes, like I've been in in situations where I have found batches of votes that had been put into the, like a 50, because they always count in 50s. Mm-hmm. So they'll count them and then they'll put them in batches of just 50s. Just like counting your money, yeah. And, um, and they, they've put the wrong batch in someone else's pile. Mm. Um, and so, you know, so it is really important that they count properly. Yeah, of um, course. But it is watched really carefully. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. there's a way you can get to a, an outcome pretty early too. Yeah, well, yeah. You turn around, you, if you just watch any telecast, they go 40, 40% of the votes counted and we're already calling the seat, right? Because based yeah. on percentages, if, yeah. for example, you're at 70 and no, you know, 70%, it's going to be very unlikely that yeah, the, they, there's going they to be a can swing usually, against you. Yeah, right? they can usually calculate. Yeah, so they'll it's, still count them all. Yeah, especially if your primary – once your primary is over 50, which mine was last election, my yeah. primary vote was over 50%. So to you, be honest, it really didn't rely on preferences necessarily. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that's when – and that's um, an even easier count then, right? Because you just go primary You votes, still do them. I mean, them. you still do it. You do right. the full count. You do um, a full count. Because you do want to know what your margin is, ultimately. <laughs> you know, 20%. That's a really important, <laughs> that's a really important thing. You want to know yeah. what your actual margin is. And yeah. Then you, yeah so, but they do calculate. And then they recount. Right. So they will do, do a they? recount as well. So mm. you might look. And, and I've been in elections where you've done a recount where it's – like I had a friend – um, she's a member for Greenway down you – know, it's a federal seat. She won by nine votes. <gasps> that close. Wow. So that – you can imagine that got counted multiple times. Oh, wow. Nine votes. Oh, wow. And then you still got to wait for postals, like even in those situations, right? Yeah, you're sitting there going – But yeah. in the end it was nine so it's votes. not declared, yeah. Nine. I remember my first election I said to my husband, I either want to win – or lose. Mm-hmm. What I don't want is that in between where yep. you haven't, you don't know if you've won or lost. Yep. Where yep. you've just got to wait a week or a week yep. and a half. Anxiety I'm like, no, nah, nah, don't, don't. <laughs> Your want first that. election, because I, I worked on that campaign. Yeah, you did. I did. You actually what did. did. Were you yeah. out there with the board? He handed I, out for me. I, I was, was out there. Day. I was up at, at, at Woodcrest. At, at Woodcrest, and I was oh. handing out and yeah. I'll volunteer for you this time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great just to see the process. Can we wear Ted Shed shirts? No, I'm just joking. We'll wear your shirt. We'll wear your shirt. Sure, well and brought to you by the digit. <laughs> Gosh, can you imagine the form yeah, I'd have yeah. to sign oh, for that? Gee, yeah. Can I no, ask but seriously, I will, I will help you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. That's really kind. It'd yeah. be great to see, like I said, because I know God, I've got to send yeah, you guys yeah. somewhere. Goodness, where would I send you? Somewhere I'm trying to work out what booth that I would send oh. you to. That would be fun. No, I know you've got to go shortly, so I'm just yes. going to ask about yes. one, one last thing. Yes. And we haven't spoken about this in the past. This sure. is my latest issue. Okay. Um, and it, look, Good you luck. Talk, you talked about. I don't know where this is going. This is this is. This is just sort of sharing. And everyone out, look, people that I talk to share the same thing all the time. All right, so I think one of Queensland's greatest failures, right, has been the deregulation of the electricity market, straight out, right? Now, you talked about cost of living before. Right? So what I think is intriguing is 
And, and there's obviously a lot of stuff going out at the moment from your, your colleagues, right, talking about keeping these assets and the power generators in Queensland's hands, which is great, right? I love it. The problem is, is we pay our tariffs through retailers at an energy market, right? So Queenslanders aren't effectively... I mean, it's great that you've given out some people $500 rebates and everyone. then others for 1000 yeah. Everyone. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I'll clarify that. Every household. <laughs> yeah, Thank and you. I was going to say, so some, you know some 500 is, some You know, 1, that's a dividend. That's yeah. a dividend that would normally go to private shareholders if, if our electricity assets were... I didn't know that. Worth, no, no. So, and, well, yeah. and he, and so it's actually going point. back to the people of Queensland because we own Lovely. the power. Right, but here's, and here's my point. You can probably read into where I'm going, right? <laughs> because that dividend that the Queensland government get back through those is, is in the billions, right? It is significant. Yeah. But we, like, this is the first time I've seen, like, everybody got a dividend return. No, we got it last time. Not as big of an amount, but... Everyone? We, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're much smaller... Really? Amounts, but we've was it given $230 last yeah, we've time? given electricity rebates I, I probably for the that. last three or four years. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So because everyone, that's there for me. It's just going if we own yeah. this asset, yeah, right. And and there's a massive windfall going back to the government. Like it, you just and I know that there's a, a tangible argument to say, well, that money goes back to the Queensland, road. which allows to do infrastructure, yeah. right? Yeah, and but it actually goes back the to the day, power providers to actually do infrastructure yeah, as well. But cost yeah. of living though is you know you know what I mean. So where I'm trying mm. to get at is mm. if we own the asset. And there's a huge return. It's almost like you know, when you get like a fuel excise or something and the government can turn around and go, it'd be just fantastic to say, look, yeah, you're paying market rates. I think it, electricity at the moment is like 36 cents a kilowatt hour, right? And if there's a significant portion returning to the government, it'd be fantastic to turn around. Instead of paying a fixed amount back to a person, turn around saying that we're going to rebate three cents a kilowatt hour back. Oh, off. I see what you're saying. You know so what I mean? Do it over so, over. so what you're doing is you're saying you owe the yeah. asset, right, and the Queensland government is is reaping a cash return as mm. the shareholder, mm. but you're paying the, the retailer's rate. Mm. But what we're going to give you as a shareholder of that is, is cheaper electricity where we're going to discount you by you know, the tune of three cents a kilowatt or five cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah. Because that'll help with the cost of well, living. Well, the more right? you use, the more you get a rebate as well, right? Yeah. So the more you use, yeah. so like my household uses a lot of power. We've got lots of kids here. Seven kids in the house. We've got just seven this kids. Ted shed must be taking a lot power, of energy. We power down when we go. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that's the power. sort of initiative. I know that it's great cash comeback, but I just think that if we own the asset, it would be fantastic if we just not held to And this is why I think it's a failure because we pay that market rate, right? Mm. The industry setting that. Yeah. Regardless, if Queensland could be generating cheap power, but we're set by you know, yeah, that, that retailer. Yeah. And yeah, and I just think that you know, it'd be a much fairer system if we could yeah. get. Can, a, that's a very a detailed discussion that we would need to have on the <laughs> on the energy market and yes. the NEM and how all of that works. Yeah. Uh, Jason, oh. probably not for and even today, but tariffs. happy to sit I with think, you. I think too. people with solar, yeah, let's have that discussion sometime because people, yeah. I think, with feeding, right? So this is another frustration I get is over time electricity retailers are pushing down the feed-in tariff, right? But if the electricity price is going up, let's just say for argument's sake that a, a, a wholesaler throws into the market at 15 cents. So Glenn generating power and putting three kilowatts back in the grid, he's getting four cents a kilowatt hour for that. Yeah. And that's just flowing into the neighbor's house and the neighbor's paying 36. So the retailer is getting you know, like a really cheap wholesale rate for that. And the poor old guy who's invested in his solar is not getting a fair return. Like, yeah, they're the sorts of things yeah. that really can impact people's no, budgets, especially when 
Electricity is, is, is going yeah. up. We yeah. all know that. We all yeah, know yeah, that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, that's, oh, that's, yes. <laughs> that was it. For you general, okay? the Are you okay, things are, Yeah, no, good. <laughs> no, no, it's been joking. a really interesting discussion. <laughs> We've really covered... What have we covered? We've, We've covered it all, everywhere. haven't we? We've, We've, been We've definitely covered Marina. roads. We've yeah. ra- covered rail. rail. We've covered, We've covered rail. the stadium. We've, We've covered, covered you. We've co- yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. So, and let's end on um, what do you see for the future of Springfield? Like, yeah. what what are your aspirations for this area? Where do you yeah. see that? I still think um, the one thing that I think we still need a lot more of is in local employment. And like, we've got employment, but we still need. And I think the I mean the hospital's a good example where. You know, you need the big employers that are going to generate a lot of jobs um, mm. because you can do so much with your bulky goods stores and your retail and your hospitality. I mean, they're important and they'll continue to be important, but you need the sort of big companies coming here. Mm. So for me, part of it's about how do we attract more of that big industry? You know, we've got the big um, – we've just signed a deal with Egros, which are a big um, – company that's like a biotech company that's mm-hmm. looking to establish here in in springfield so it's it's about employment because if we can employ more locals here it means they won't be traveling to the city right and they won't be on the highway and they won't be it's not just springfield yeah. that's a whole region that's it, right, right? so if we can create more employment mm. in our own region yeah. i think that's a big one that we, we're starting to do we are we're at you know we're getting there but it's about how do you become self-sufficient from an employment perspective. So we don't have what is a majority of people still driving to the city mm. or to Logan or to the Gold Coast, but yeah. driving out of this area Is that driven by government day. as well? Like government bringing yeah. agencies and services Yeah, yeah. So Egros, Egros is a company that the Queensland government gave money, funding to, to yeah. bring them, to draw them, to come here. They nice. could have gone anywhere yeah. Yeah. Um, and they chose to set up here. That's so, awesome. When's so they're the happening? sort of things. When's yeah, well, I think they're going to announce uh, oh, their yeah. plans. <laughs> as in they've announced. I mean, we did a big, okay. big yeah, sod yeah. turn. Um, yeah. They're setting up just along Augusta Parkway there. Yeah, right. Got a site there, awesome. Um, but they're going to release some plans soon of what their new building's going to look like, and Beautiful. yeah. So they're the things I think I'd like to see mm-hmm. um, more of because yeah. if we can do that, I think creates good jobs for people, high skilled jobs for people, which is the other thing we want to see, and yeah. uh, and that helps you know people live good lives. But also, it's a mental health issue, right? If you're travelling for an hour and a half, two hours to work every day, back and forth, mm-hmm. like. You're not at home with your kids. You're not mm. able to be in the yard playing with them. You're not able to cook dinner with your partner and yep. and enjoy a good night because, you know, you've spent all your time sitting in traffic. So I actually Absolutely. think there is something to be said. There is a benefit, though. You can sit back and listen to the Ted Shed podcast in well, the car. that's true. <laughs> that go, is very right? true. <laughs> Maybe yeah, get you one way at least. Yeah. <laughs> all right, look, thank you very much for joining us. It's such a pleasure to have you oh, here in the it. shed and having yes. a chat. Thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. I've no really worries. Well, and, um, we'll in. see you on the campaign trail next year. Yeah, we'll be there. Sounds good. Je vais prendre une main dans le tambour, dans le mal, en ce qu'on boucle.